Welcome to the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast with global sales trainer and professional speaker, Lois Kofi. Each week, it is her goal to share inspiration and education for you to be, do, have the best health and wealth and wisdom for your life. Well, hello and happy Friday, everyone. Lois Kofi back for another exciting weekly episode of healthy and wealthy and wise and if you're joining us and you've actually been watching week after week uh this is my usual friday day but i did pivot and i changed my time just kind of making you guys aware starting in the month of november this is going to be my new time every single week for this show next week um i will actually still have a, a guest at the quote unquote what used to be normal time um, but today i wanted to go a little earlier because i have a guest an amazing guest who's a client of mine from the east coast and he's he's got a lot of exciting stuff that he's going to share and, and really bring a message of hope on how he rocket launched essentially a newer a new business and we're going to talk about how he did it and it's an amazing story. Um, I just wanna go over a couple of housekeeping items. If you're joining us live, go ahead, comment below and hit hashtag live. If you're joining us on the replay, go ahead and hit hashtag replay and wherever you're tuning in from. And if there's time as a reward for you guys tuning in live towards the end, we can have uh, take a couple of questions. That's the, the value of having a live studio audience. And if you haven't already, please join my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community. Just go into Facebook URL, search healthy and wealthy and wise, and you'll get to meet my guests today inside of that group. So that's another reminder. And if you have any questions or comments, or if you want other opportunities to see specific um, guests of different topics, please text those topics or questions to my number 612-799-8791. One. And today I want to go ahead and introduce our guest because this is really all about sharing hope, encouragement, and all sorts of new ideas that can equip you guys as salespeople, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs rather, in this new normal um, to live your best life. And from time to time, I have health experts on here. Um, wealth experts last week was a leadership expert. And then, of course, personal development and wisdom experts. And I really love when I can bring in a testimonial uh, of someone who's out there getting it done. And Michael Whitehouse is that guy. He's a coach. He's an author, published author. He's a podcaster. And he's the owner of a guy who knows a guy. And it's so cool because we met through BNI just, gosh, I don't know, Michael, a couple months ago. It hasn't been that long. And you really are mm -hmm. a connector, a master networker. So guys, please uh, tune in to what he has to share today, because a lot of times it, it is not what you know, right? It's who you know, and who knows you. And, and Michael is that guy who people go to because he knows a guy or a gal that can help you in whatever area that you have a desire to, to grow and expand. So Michael, why don't you go ahead and tell our audience, tell us about a little about, about where you've come from, your story, and especially how you've pivoted in 2020. Sure, so I should start by muting my phone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're famous, people are like, um, Michael, I see you. <laughs> of course, yes. Yeah, the telemarketers all see me on here and they're, they're ready to ready to call and sell me some timeshares. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so 
So I, I've been coaching people um, in a kind of casual hobby way for 20, 25 years. I mean, I can think back to high school when I would, you know, people would come to me with their problems and I'd, I'd be able to kind of have a conversation with them and, and they'd be like, oh, wow, that's really helpful. And I always kind of thought, well, people probably get paid for this, but I didn't really know how to make it work. And we just never had the, the confidence or the focus. And here and there, I'd try, I'd take a shot at, uh, at trying to do some kind of consulting thing or some kind of coaching thing. But in 2020, uh, at, I was publishing a, uh, a couple of community magazines and I'd figured out a great thing with local networking to build, build brand presence and bring in clients and all that. And then once I lost my face-to-face -face networking, uh, belly to belly, as you say, uh, I suddenly realized either I need to reinvent the completely or pivot. Uh, and I actually came across a, a strategy for, for uh, building a coaching business. I just a particular marketing and sales strategy, nothing too fancy. Um, while I was looking for a way to sell more magazine sponsors. So uh, once I learned that, I said, well, well, I, I tried to use it for the magazine and it didn't work because it was just the wrong tool. You know, it was like trying to use a hammer on a screw. And I said, well, I've got these screws I want to put into the board. Maybe I should try it on that. You know, I've always kind of wanted to be a coach. Let's give it a shot. And I signed up seven clients in seven weeks. And I said, no, this might be a thing. This might be what I should be doing since it's kind of my calling. Uh, and so my coach was coming. Uh, and then I, when I connected with you through uh, through BNI, uh, took your your pop up course and learned a bit about uh, email. Well, uh, Some of you was reminded about email because I had a I had a list with three four hundred people on it, and at the time I I'd originally created it because big networker. Um, I was going to all the different chambers in the area and finding because all their calendars were different formats. But once you know them, it's a twenty minute process to go through and pull all the events off them. So I had this master list of events, and I said this is probably valuable. I should send it to people. So I started a newsletter list, which was not terribly useful once there are no, no more in-person events. So it just kind of went went fallow. And so I connected with you and learned about you know what to do with it and, and realized I had all these connections, people who said, oh yeah, keep in touch. Let me know what's going on. I want to know who I hadn't actually bothered to put in the list. And once I started focusing on that, I was able to get up to, seven, I think it's 830 people I have on my list now. It should be over a thousand. Um, once I got a few more of those emails entered, um, and and just kind of pointed pointed me in the, the direction of of you know more more marketing and strategy and uh, and you know a lot of different things. Uh, actually, you got me on Streamyard, which is um, I'm all kinds of potential, and uh, I, I I like this form that we're doing so much. I may um, start doing my own live cast with uh, with people in a public group as well. So so you know I think that things are going pretty good. That's so awesome. I'm so proud of you. And I mean, you shared that pretty quickly. Uh, I will say, I know there's more to the the story. You're, you know, you're overcoming fears. You're, you're going into uncharted waters or territory, right? Because you, you haven't had mm -hmm. full-time coaching business before. You even had a, you know, the part-time income. Um, you took a leap of faith and and got rid of that so you can really focus on your genius. So talk more about how mm -hmm. you have been able to face your fears and do it anyway and and go after your dreams and goals amidst a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean in, in some ways um you know the uh is Dolly Parton who says uh, freedom is another word for nothing left to lose. So you know I, I was in a position where my my previous business was on a glide slope. Like I just didn't have 
I did not have tools that made sense that would pull it out of the dive before the pandemic ended. So I said, I can either ride this one all the way into the ground and then, uh, or I can do what I've always wanted to do. Um, so, and, and this is something I found with some of my clients too, is, is some of the, the luckiest ones are the ones who were laid off. You know, people who are in a job making that leap from leaving your job, even if it's, even if you don't have to leave your job to start thinking about leaving your job, doing the preliminary steps, the research, the side hustle type work, it's still, you're thinking about leaving the job and you're like, but I've got my safe, secure job. And I always say, you know, we talk about stable jobs, 34 million Americans got laid off and they're learning what stable job means. Uh, means job that you have no control over and hope for the best. But uh, but so they're the ones who were laid off. They're getting unemployment and they're in that position. They say, well, I got to do something. I can't find a job. And I say, okay, well, let's take your skills and do something with them. So a lot of it is I'm teaching people to do what I'm doing. So there wasn't really, I mean, occasionally I will stop and look around and be like, holy moly, am I actually running my own business? Holy yeah, if you've seen the movie, I know you remember the movie Independence Day. Um, there's a scene in it when when uh, they're they're flying up to the mothership, and uh, Jeff Goldblum's character starts going, "Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy," and Will Smith's character is like, "What? What? What's wrong?" And and he's suddenly like just realizing that this stuff that he was writing on a whiteboard, he's now flying into an alien mothership, mothership to execute, and it he better be right. Um, and I've had a couple of those moments where I'm like, "Oh boy." I mean, on paper, this is right. All my coaches tell me I'm doing the right thing. Everything points this in the right direction, but oh boy. <laughs> um, but then it's I just it. kind of, yeah, moving past it and, and getting back. And, and having structure is a huge part of it. Um, you know, having, and so learning the 12-week year stuff that I've learned from you and um, and also just just everything's on the calendar. And I'm, as much as possible, looking to put everything from the to-do list on the calendar. So not just a list of things to do whenever, it's I have these slots for work on the calendar. And then in those slots are, you know, on Thursday, okay, I'm gonna work on the, the academy and creating content. On Tuesday morning from nine to 10.30, I'm working on the podcast on. So there is to do to-do list because sometimes I got to know, you know, someone cancels a call or whatever. Uh, but, but, you know, having, and, and at the beginning of the week saying, by the end of the week, I want to have blank. And then making sure on the calendar are the times when I will do the things I want to get done at the end of the week so that I don't need to worry about it. And that's getting back to your original question about 20 minutes ago. You asked about fear. What, <laughs> what causes the fear is when you stop to think. You know, when, you, when you have to pull back to big picture. When you're just thinking like, I'm digging a trench, one shovel at a time, digging a trench, digging a trench. Yeah, you know, when you realize you're digging it because the mortars are about to start falling, then you're like, oh my God. But if it's just, I'm digging a trench, just one shovel at a time, then you don't think about it. You don't think big picture. You think, can I write a blog article? Yes. Can I record this podcast? Yes. Can I plan this course? Yes. Can I make $50,000? Uh, see, you're not making $50,000. You're making an article. You're making, you know, putting up some Facebook posts. You know. So I, I do my executive planning on usually Sunday unless, and of course, life always gets in the way. But I try to do my executive planning at executive planning time. And then I try to... Uh, and then to execute that plan for the week. And hopefully I've planned a good enough plan on, on the weekend that executing that will then result in having that outcome by the end. Um, and then realizing that, you know, any given week is not life or death. So hopefully I'm further clo closer to the goal by the end of the week. And if not, then uh, there's another week after it. 
I love your mindset on that. You know, we are um, what we repeatedly do. You know, excellence is 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 a is a habit. You know, daily activity. Most people focus, like you said, they want to make five thousand dollars a month. We we'll just use that as an example. Um, but then they just keep looking at the 5,000 and going, why is it not here? Why is it not here? Why is it not here? And it's all about the mindset and the activity. And I want to mm -hmm. acknowledge you, you know, you, you've been building an audience, you have a Facebook group and your emails. Oh my gosh, I'm on your email list now. Cause of course, as a good list building coach, I'm going <laughs> to ask to be and require, you know, you to email me and you've, you've done a phenomenal job from from basically going you know from you know one end of the spectrum to another in a very short period of time so i want to just kind of get any other ideas or thoughts on how you you shifted from not really having an email list and i know my course was a huge part of it i if you want to share little things about it within that course that helped you great but now you have a new habit because how many days would you say or weeks that you've been consistent with your email uh, list? When was it? September sometime. So five, six weeks. Okay. That. So how did you go from zero to hero? I'll just say in that mm -hmm. short period of time, how did, how did you unlock, like kind of um, unbox that story for us yeah. more? Well, I mean, so, so some of the growth was, um, was contacts I already had who just weren't assembled into the email list. Um, so that was, that was kind of the first thing I did was I've been, you know, networking pretty actively. I mean, I'm the guy who knows the guy is not just a brand name. Um, I do a lot of networking events, collect a lot of business cards. And so I had a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, I want to know about know more what you do. Here's my card. Sign me up. And then that card sat in a box for two, three years. Uh, and so then I added them, um, and you know, sorry. And, and I set up a, a, a nurture sequence that started with like, I'd like you, I'd like to communicate with you in this way. Cause they had expressed interest. Um, and then I made it very clear, you know, if, if you're not interested, here's, a, I put the subscribe button right in the top paragraph. And then again, in the, in the third paragraph. So, you know, no, I'm not trying to trick anyone into anything. And I was honestly expecting I'd add 400 people and I'd have 150 left because they'd be like, Oh, I don't want to get more email. And I only lost 2%, two and a half percent. Um, cause I think a lot of people have been watching what I'm doing. I like what you're doing. And to some degree, I'm getting, I get this feedback sometimes from people saying it's about freaking time. Like, you know, you were selling cars and printing and insurance. It, you should have been a coach 10 years ago. It's about freaking time you're doing this. So I think now they're seeing wow. the emails. They're like, yes, this is the Michael we've been waiting for. Um, and I, I I think I got a bit of a imposter syndrome, inferiority complex, whatever you want to call it, because I wasn't working in my strength. So the feedback I get from people was kind of like, you're a, you're a pretender. You're a, you're an, not an imposter, but, but yeah, you're not the real deal. Uh, you're just selling something. You're just working a job, whatever. You're, a, you're not someone I want to work with. And I got that feedback and that made me think, well, whew, sure glad I'm not working as myself. Glad I'm working for someone else. Cause imagine if I got that when it was all me and now that it's all me, I don't get that. I don't get people saying, I don't want to work with you because it I'm, I'm hundred percent authentic now. And, and, and what I, what I love about the coaching business is I can give such value even before I asked for money. Um, and, and yeah, you know, I, I know that there's some coaches out there who work in the space of like bringing people's businesses from five figures to six figures and they can charge giant piles of money. And that would be great if that was my calling. Sadly, that is not my calling. My calling is helping people pivot their lives from, uh, you know, 
wage slavery, as I sometimes call it when I want to be inflammatory. Um, but, you know, working their steady job for $16, $17 an hour where they're steadily driving into poverty, unless they get laid off, in which case they rapidly go into poverty. And to go from there to realizing that they can they can sell their skills for $300,000, $500,000 a pop. But people in that position, they don't have $10,000 for you know, a, a big course. Um, and a lot of them, you know, I talked to someone this morning who absolutely has everything that, that she needs for a little bit of technical skill, but everything she needs to be teaching courses. You know, she has a master's degree, she has all these things, but you know, she doesn't know how to do Zoom and some of the other just little tiny things, but she can't afford the coaching. You know, she, she can't afford to hire a coach. She can barely afford to cover her bills. And I'm more and more trying to figure out ways to help people who are at that stage to get to where they can then get to the next step and to the next step and to the next step. Um, and, and, but it's very meaningful for me that I can have that half hour conversation with someone for free and do the free, um, the, the free coaching session. And they'll come out of that being like, wow, I now know which direction I'm heading. I know you can't guide me there, but at least I know where I'm going and I've got something like that. Cause, cause something I'm, I'm sort of cogniz cognizant of, uh, there's a, uh, Michael Lewis who wrote liars poker and, uh, the big short, he has a podcast where he talks about coaching. And one thing he says is coaching is one of those um, things that makes, makes those who are good even better. You know, M Michael Jordan has like six coaches, whereas Jimmy on the basketball court in, in town has no coaches. Jimmy needs a lot more help than Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan's the best. Um, I don't even know if Michael Jordan still plays anymore, but, um, well, but you, you have the idea. I, and, I, yeah. yeah. Can I interrupt you there for a second though? Because you're, yeah. you're touching on something that is really, really powerful. And I want to acknowledge you for this. Like I hired my coaches through finding them through podcasts. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know you have a podcast. I have a podcast. You are a coach. I'm a coach. The best coaches hire coaches. So mm -hmm. you hired me to help you be better. Can you speak to why that is so important? Because mm -hmm. I know for me, I wouldn't hire a coach who didn't have a coach, you know? So yeah. I think some people are like, well, you're a coach. Why do you need a coach? So can you, can you speak to that? Yeah. Well, I think it's always the same reason a therapist needs a therapist and a doctor needs a doctor. And, um, and I th think the, the legal profession is where the expression, um, you know, the, the lawyer who represents himself has a fool for a client. So, you know, in, in coaching, a lot of what a coach does is, is get you out of your own head, um, keep you focused on your objectives, create accountability. Um, and so, so, you know, yes, you know, I, I'm a coach, you're a coach, but I can't coach me and you can't coach you because you're too close. You're too, too involved. And same reason why for most people, their spouse does not make a very good coach. Because again, they're too they're too close and involved. So you're like, I'm kind of worried that it might that that I, the money might come up short this month. Your spouse is like, I'm really worried the money's going to come up short. They're not, <laughs> not going to upset your mind at ease or or keep you focused. Um, so you know, it, it's crucial to get those to get that outside perspective and to get someone you know getting back to that digging the trench example. You know, I'm in there, I'm digging the trench, digging the trench. To have someone who's standing up on the ledge be to say, Hey, there's a big boulder in front of you. You might want to turn ten degrees. Um, be like, oh, I could have seen that if I climbed up and looked, but I climb up to look. Um, and you know, one of the things I said with the, the emails, you know, I had an email list already. I'd stopped using it. Uh, I was reminded, and some of the things that I learned, like your, the EIEIO sequence and things like that, I learned and, and I've used them. But others were things I already knew, and you helped bring it back. And I'm like, oh, I knew that. But 
you know, I'm sure all the knowledge of the universe is in my head somewhere. Um, just like I'm sure many items of value are in these piles of stuff in my office. But, but you know, you need the coach to help you sort out what are the priorities, what are the areas to focus on, um, what are your strengths. You know, I, I think if I'd hired a coach 10 years ago, I would have become a coach 10 years yeah. ago. Um, and, I can identify. I can. I can resemble yeah. that remark because I. I told you I was very transparent when when you hired me. I'm like I'm only six to twelve months in front of you, mm -hmm. you know, so in some ways, we're pacing each other and we're running buddies. And uh, you know, I. I just you, you. You made a great point. You know, like our friends right now. If you're going through a tough time, guys, your friends can't always be your therapist because a lot of people are going through their own mm -hmm. stuff. So having that trained professional, trained support, and, you know, you talk about your free offer. Um, and mm -hmm. I know we talked about scaling your offers as a coach. Like, that's why I was so grateful to make my list build class mm -hmm. only nine bucks. And, oh, by mm -hmm. the way, uh, if you're listening to this live, you can still sign up. Even on Monday when this goes on iTunes, you guys can still sign up for this class. It's only $9 um, to help you. And, and I know... Michael, you have uh, low cost monthly programs, right? And then mm -hmm. you have all the way up to one-on-one -on -one coaching. So yep. I want to acknowledge you because that's that's brilliant. You're scaling your business so that you can make money all sorts of different ways within mm -hmm. your business. So that's yep. that's exciting. Yeah, and and some of it's and, and so so I you know I find that the best way to learn is just find people who are doing it well and copy them. Uh, so I've been thinking about doing some kind of $9 course. I'm like, this is a great model. I should do it too. And, <laughs> but I, I hadn't been able to wrap my head around it when I was thinking of it as a business thing. When I was, when I was more of like the, well, yeah, I'll give this for free as a sample and then I can maybe upgrade them to something else. And I had an epiphany this morning when I was talking to someone who I realized just needed a bunch of the basics and pretty sure she has $9. She might not, but she probably, probably has it. And honestly, if she's like, I don't even have $9. I can give away the $9 course for free if somebody really needs it and tells me their story. Um, but it it creates the opportunity for someone who has nothing. And, and this is where it's, it's mission driven. For someone who has nothing, but they're in that place where I can say, well, listen to this course. It's $9. You know, it's $9. I want some buy-in from you. You listen to that. That's going to help you. And actually, I actually may, may call it how to earn your first $1,000. Because once you've done that, now you can afford to hire a coach or to do you know, whatever the next step is. Now you're running a business and you can invest back into it and your thousand can make your next 5,000. Your 5,000 makes your next 10,000. And and that's where it really you know, really builds up because I've been very aware. You know, I, I, I very much believe in the American dream. You know, a lot of people say the American dream is dead and and it's the economy is so bad and, and it is. You know, If you're just trying to get a job at a factory to support your family, it's a rough, rough place to be. But the American dream didn't die. It just moved over here while no one was looking. And you can't just <laughs> get a college degree and go get a job and American dream. You have to, the American dream is now entrepreneurship. And because of the internet, anyone can now seize it. Anyone, I have yet to talk to someone I can say, yeah, no, you don't have any skills. You're out of luck. Everyone I've talked to has a skill. They can you know, design a simple website. They can do internet research. They can do uh, proof proofreading or copywriting or um, virtual assisting and all kinds of things that that if you're just trying to replace your awful job, you know, your job that pays you three, four hundred dollars a week, that can be your first step to get you on the, the ladder of the American dream and get there. Um, and and that's really my I, I almost have kind of run into this problem. I meet so many people that 
that need my help that I want to find some ways to help them. And I need to resist the urge to be like, I'll just help you all for free because then I will not have the American dream myself. I will have the American yes. box to live in. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and don't worry. You have me and I won't let you, I won't let you give it all away for free. Although mm -hmm. you do have a really cool lead magnet. I'm going to call it for what it is mm -hmm. in the world of, of what you and I are doing. You have a book, you have a book, uh, I, I want you to talk about that. And within that, how did you come up with your brand, which I think is really unique and mm -hmm. brilliant, the guy who knows the guy. So talk about those two things. So here's my book, The Guy Who Knows the Guy, which I think is inverting in the screen for some reason. Um, but uh, trust me, it's a great looking cover. Um, so it came about because I came to uh, Southeast Connecticut in 2014 knowing nobody but my wife, my unborn daughter, and one friend who I did not realize lived in town. So I had no connections, nothing. And that was the first time I said, I'm going to launch a business. I also had no business plan, but that had nothing to do with the networking. So knowing nobody, I said, I need to know people. So I just kind of jumped in and started meeting people. So I go to chamber events and just kind of took on this attitude of, I'm going to meet everybody. And very quickly, I was meeting people of note, you know, mayors and CEOs and uh, the, the chairman of the Mohegan Gaming Commission, which if you ever heard of Mohegan Sun, that's the basically the chairman of the board of, of Mohegan Sun. Um, so, you know, I met all these people and was able, and very quickly realized I'd meet someone who seemed to be a big deal in town. I'd, I'd drop a couple names. They'd be like, oh, I don't know them. And I realized I was doing something. And then I realized I knew what I was doing. I could write it down and somebody could reproduce it. So I sat down to write the book. It's a short read, 76 pages. Um, it's fun. It's because, you know, you think networking book and you're like, oh boy, I can't wait to read a networking book. That sounds like fun, but there's stories. It's funny. There's like, I'm told from my readers laugh out loud moments. So it's, it's a fun, easy read. And the, the point of it is that I wanted to put things in there that you could read and immediately use. So you could, and, and it's of course not written for the COVID world. You have to adapt it. Uh, so anything about going to chamber events is going to have to wait until we have those again. But the basic principles of reaching out to people of you have value uh, of you're not wasting their time when you talk to them, those kinds of things, those are all totally valid. Uh, and so when you subscribe to my email uh, list, which I believe is right down there at the bottom of the screen, um, yes, I, I put it on gotta, the screen. I'll put it in the yeah. show notes. And of course, mm -hmm. we'll plaster it on YouTube all over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you've got a guy who knows a guy.com slash subscribe. Just realize some people are listening to this and not watching it. Um, guy who knows a guy.com slash subscribe. Sign up for the email list and you will get a an automated sequence, uh, as Lois calls it, a nurture series, um, which Lois helped me write. So if you're like, wow, these are really good emails. Yep. That's that's who oops, you're on that side. That's who uh, <laughs> do it. Uh, and and uh, one of the emails you will get will contain the PDF or link to the PDF of the guy who knows the guy, the book, which is free. Uh, if you want a hard copy version, those are a little bit harder to give out, give away free. So those you can get on, on Amazon, but you can get a free version, um, which is just as readable um, uh, through that. So you can, so all you have to do is sign up for the email list. You'll get that. And of course, then you'll be informed of all the other things coming up, including my $9 course, whenever I get around to finishing it and getting it out there. Well, and you also have uh, your Facebook community. Tell them, tell them about your Facebook community and a little bit about yep. your podcast. Yeah, so so I actually have two podcasts. Um, one is uh, the Michael's Motivation Podcast, which you can find on uh, if you search for the guy who knows the guy group is probably the best way to follow it. Um, is a private group. I'm actually going to be launching a public group as well. I just haven't, as of airtime, hadn't gotten that together. But uh, you can join the guy who knows the guy uh, group where you'll you'll see it. Um, 
And that is is a daily podcast. So every day I record one to five minutes of just kind of whatever's on my mind, really. But it's something valuable, something motivating, something about either marketing or goal setting or focus or um, you know eliminating your your limitations and your doubts. Um, and then my other podcast is the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast, which was uh, originally supposed to be my flagship podcast because it's where I bring on different guests and and interview them and ask um, and answer your questions. So I have people send in questions. Uh, and that's at guy who knows a guy.com slash podcast. And you can find both Michael's motivation and the guy who knows a guy on all major podcast platforms. So you should be able to search them up anywhere, but, but that one, that one's weekly and a little more involved and, and, uh, structured. Um, but th that's, that's one where I actually want to have people send in questions and send in their stories and whatnot. And then I, and whoever my guest is that week will actually address their questions and, and try to basically trying to solve, solve real people's problems and answer real people's questions right there on the show because yeah that american dream is very much alive if only you can find it i hope i get to be on your podcast soon right awesome and if you guys ever want to be uh you know on michael's podcast or reach out to him you know please do subscribe to his email list he's a guy to watch i want you to yep. sign up for his email list if nothing else and yep a guy who knows a guy.com forward slash subscribe, go there and, and watch him because he's, he's, he's on the up and up. He's very coachable. Um, he's definitely someone who can be a great connector and a resource for you. And I can't thank you enough for being here today, Michael. I always want to end. Um, I'll just do a couple reminder things for my audience, but I, then I want to mm -hmm. end with that final question that I ask everyone who's on my podcast before I do guys just remember to subscribe. If you haven't already to healthy and wealthy and wise.com. That's my email list of my nurture series and where you will get this recorded post-production interview um, of Michael so that you can rewatch this and be inspired, encouraged and equipped to know that you can do this. You know, I love what you said, Michael, about the American dream. It's not elusive. And I think everyone has their own definition of what that looks like. When you create your own business, a lot of the best businesses were started during the Great Recession or the Great Depression, and they're still mm -hmm. flourishing through today. So if you need any more resources as well, you can always go to my website, loiscovey.com forward slash resources. That's actually where StreamYard and all the things that um, I've been helping Michael, there's a lot of free resources. And then of course, there's other paid resources. But if you're looking for free stuff, go to that link. And I guarantee you, you'll find something that can help you get through this new normal. So my last question for you, Michael, is since this topic of, of healthy and wealthy and wise is so near and dear to my heart, and mm -hmm. it's the name of my podcast, and it'll be the future name of my next book. What does that mean to you when you hear the phrase healthy, wealthy, and wise? Um, well, it, it, it's about integrating success. You know, if, if you make a million dollars, but you end up divorced and 200 pounds with hypertension, then you you didn't win. Um, you know, it's like having you know, great offense and bad defense. You still lose. So it's about integrating the health that your body is there for you. So you're not getting tired too in the afternoon. The money, because you got to. As one of my chapters in my book says, monetization makes the world go around. Um, and wise, which is knowing how to keep it. Because, uh, you know, if, if you're healthy and you got the money, but you don't have the wisdom, you're going to screw it up. So, you know, having having that wisdom and whether it comes from within or from, um, from uh, you know, higher power, from friends, from coaches, uh, I think wisdom comes from a lot of places. And if you don't have all three of those things, 
it's uh yeah you can have a three-legged stool you can't have a two-legged stool so awesome that, that's i love it that was a phenomenal one. That was a quotable one, guys. So thank you again, Michael. Thank you guys again for tuning in, whether it was live or in iTunes or YouTube or wherever you happen to find this. I, I hope that this brought value and encouragement for you today. Tune in next time, next Friday. I'll, I'll be having another amazing guest, Joe Hausman. Um, she's a podcaster, fellow coach, author. She's started a, a massive virtual assisting business during the Great Recession and has a lot of knowledge and a lot of wisdom. So please tune in next time. And until then, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at Lois at Lois Kofi com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.